You are listening to Keeping It Positive, and this is like a, I don't know even know what to call it. It's like a special episode in the middle of the week, and it's so random, but I'm so excited. Kate. Oh, hi, Travis. I'm Kate. And did you just say that our episode together is special? Because it's that so makes my special. heart smile. <laughs> oh my gosh. Kate, you were on the podcast a couple of months ago. Um, we met through the radio station I was working at at the time. Um, Kate's a dietitian, if you yes. did not know. So um, we're going to be doing a podcast together right now. I love our podcasts oh together. So much fun. All right, so here is the recorded interview. Kate, I'm so excited to do this podcast with you. I am so excited too. It's what? It's Wednesday night and we're doing yes. this? I mean, that if that tells the audience how excited we are to record this episode together... I don't know what does. I know, and this this was not planned at all. So we were supposed to just chat, and then we said, oh, you know what? We'll do a podcast together. Yeah. Um, you were on my podcast a couple weeks ago, and I'm so excited to be on yours now. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's so much fun to be able to work with you in so many different ways. You've worked with me as a client. We're yes. in a mastermind that we started together, and oh now we gosh. are featuring on each other's podcasts. Insane. It's insane. Life's so insane. Much so much happening. But I like that we're doing a podcast like this because I have found from, you know, being a host perspective, right. I kind of like when we just freeball it, you know, when Me the too. conversations are organic. Right. I used to write out some scripts and have mm. all these pre-planned things. And then I just listen to myself. I'm like, I sound like a robot. And right. I can always tell when I'm listening to podcasters who do this too. So I right. hope that this will be organic and that we don't say anything we regret, right? Right. And the thing <laughs> is, you've gotten so much better. I remember when you first started. This is not a this is a compliment, I promise. When we first started, this was the very beginning, and you we were talking about a podcast you were wanting to start. You had no idea what you were doing. You were asking like a million questions, but you know what you're doing now, and you're doing good. I mean, I pretend like I know what I'm doing. No. Guys, it's so funny. Travis was so nice. He met me in a Chick-fil-A, and I thought I was like, yeah, look, I have this app here. It's great. And Travis, you were like, uh, no, here's what you need to do. You need to do this, this, this. And I was like... You are right. But really, you simplified it for me. And just like with anything, it takes right. practice to course, feel confident. Right. Right. You know what I did to help me too is I, I'm in Toastmasters. Uh, no way. Yes. I need to start that. Oh my gosh. So if you are listening to this and you don't know what Toastmasters is and you have a fear of public speaking or part of your job is to public speak or if you want to start a podcast, right. join Toastmasters. It's international. What you do is you just do a quick search online, find a club by you, find a time that works, and it puts you in a position where you have to put yourself in front of everybody, give a right. speech on certain topics, and then people help make you better. They give you great critiques. They tell you what you're doing well, what you need to improve on, and it forces you to grow. Right. And I have just found it to be exponentially helpful. So is it a big group or how, what is it like? Okay, so my club is the coolest. We are a medium-small group. I think there's about anywhere between 10 and 15 of us That's per meeting. Oh, no, it's not bad at all. You don't want anything too big. Right, right. And I have the chillest group of all time. I know some <laughs> people's groups are very formal. They wear business right. clothes. Nope, I show up in sweatpants. Everyone's awesome. Even if you're giving your speech, nobody cares if you dress up. So every club has a different personality, different dynamic. If you're That's interested, cool. I mean, I highly recommend anybody looks into Toastmasters. That is so cool. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you have a lot going on. Always, as do I you. Know, well, I know, I know, but I heard you're doing a course now. You heard correctly. Okay. Rumors are true. <laughs> I want to know what it's about. Okay, so this course is all about crushing sugar cravings. Ah, okay. 
So for Travis listeners, who people who don't know what a dietitian does is, well, I specifically meet with people one-on-one at Nutrition Awareness. That's our private practice here in Central Florida. And I help people overcome their issues with food, especially if they have a big goal related to weight loss or improving their health, their mood, energy, or all of the above. So I ask them, okay, tell me about your food rituals now. Tell me about your lifestyle. What are you eating? How are you feeling? And how can we bridge that gap using nutrition to get you where you want to go. And over and over and over again, I found the biggest struggle that many of my clients face is sugar cravings. So true. Oh my gosh. And people are doing everything right, but they just cannot knock this sweet tooth. And so I said, you know what? I know not everybody has access to one-on-one coaching. I need to just put this all on a virtual course, teach people the why behind their sugar cravings because that is so important. It's so important to know why you're having the cravings and then teach them practical solutions that they can implement right away so that within a day, Travis, within a day, people are not having extreme sugar cravings like they used to. And so I walk them through different steps of, okay, here's what you can change from your diet, from your mindset and your lifestyle. So you can be successful on whatever kind of weight loss or health journey you're on. Right. And it's not easy. Nope. Especially sugar cravings. Mm -hmm. Um, I've dealt with it before and I know it's one of the hardest things to do. When you were dealing with sugar cravings, we all still have them once in a while, right? Of course. They come, they go, and it's really, if they are dominating your life and keeping you from achieving your goals, that's when it's a problem. So when you were really struggling with this, when would you have sugar cravings or what did that look like for you? It would be late at night. Late at night. For me, at least. It would be after I've had dinner, not even thinking about food, nine o'clock at night. I'm like, oh my God, I could really eat something sweet right now. What was your go-to? Uh... Maybe like a candy bar or ice cream. Remember I texted you the other day about ice cream? I was like, <laughs> what is a healthy ice cream? Yes, and I was like, uh, go to our blog. Yes. I know about that. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it would be ice cream or something sweet or maybe even a peanut butter and jelly, just something that would get it and be done. I didn't want to eat bad, but I was like, oh my gosh, I need something. Yeah, it's like a it's a little demon inside of you almost. Right. It's like, I must eat sugar right now. Yeah. So many people have that. and It's either right after dinner or late at night. And mm-hmm. I see a lot of people dealing with it in the middle of the day. At right. 3 p.m., 4 p.m., they're at their desk. Yeah. They're like, I need sugar. They're sugar zombies. Right. And I used to, one thing that I used to, what used to happen to me when I would kind of take it away, I would start to go through like a detox, if you want to call it where I would get super sick. Now, I don't think I was as sick as I thought I was. I think it was more in my head where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die if I don't have this. Yeah, well, it really feels like that. I mean, no, yeah. there are so much, there's so much controversy right now about whether sugar is addictive or not, if it's as addictive as cocaine. I mean, they've, they've done studies on that and people, you ask somebody and people are very one-sided. Right. But we do know that sugar consumption is very habitual mm-hmm. and habits can almost feel like addiction. So when you have right. that feeling of like, I need this or I'm gonna die, it's not all in your head, you're not being over dramatic. Right. Some people would argue argue it's similar to a drug addiction some people would say it's just a really strong habit mm-hmm. either way the feeling's real and you can't deny right. someone's feelings right so you said the course that you can go through it as fast as you want yep it's a go at your own pace you can get it done within a day it was really important for me to say okay this course i know time is so so precious for most right. people we're all busy so i was like this course needs to be able to be completed and digested within a day so people can take the information and apply it 
ASAP. Right. And I made it so you can watch it or you can listen to it. So That's whether cool. you're driving, yeah, whether you're driving, whether you're walking your dog, cleaning your house, you can listen to all of the modules and change your life within a day. Oh my gosh, I need that in my life. Because I still have moments where I fall back. Okay. Just like everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, for the past week, I've been like on a binge. Like I haven't had sugar, I haven't had anything. I wanted it all week. Mm. Like all week long, I was like, I want something. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So tell me, you know, let's let's kind of okay, do it. Trying to ah, oh, put on Lord. my therapist hat here. Okay, so tell me, where where do you think this strong desire was coming from all week? I've been stressed out. Stressed, stressed out. When you're stressed, what kind of foods are you craving specifically? Food, like Just real, real food, though. Yeah, not like little things, not like sandwiches or things like rice and. Pasta, things that are good. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, are you telling me you weren't craving raw vegetables right. and cardboard no, rice cakes? Well, here's a question. When you were eating your regular meals, and you, I know you've lost a lot of weight. You've lost like, right. what, 30 pounds? Yeah. That's crazy. You look awesome. I said Thank that you. right when I walked in. I was like, yeah. Travis, okay. <laughs> so I was like, you definitely lost weight. Right. So you're obviously changing your diet. When you're eating your meals, especially thinking back to this past week when you've been wanting to have all these extra decadent foods, right. have you been feeding yourself enough at meals or do you feel like you've been a little bit restrictive? I feel like I try to feed myself enough, but sometimes, for example, the snack or something, like the five meals a day, sometimes I feel like it's too much at the time. And then I feel like, oh my God, I needed it. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I felt like at lunchtime I didn't need it because I wasn't that hungry. And then when it comes to nighttime and I'm starving and I want rice, I'm like, dang, I should have took that snack. Sure. And well, you know, the truth is there's nothing wrong with rice. I mean, right. you can have carbohydrates and you know that right. we've talked about yeah. that before, but it's making sure that we're eating a, a balanced meal of things mm -hmm. that are going to make us feel satiated. And luckily enough for you, you're pretty self-aware and you right. realize, okay, when I eat more frequently throughout mm -hmm. the day, I am not as tempted at night. Right. But right. when you're stressed, I, I know so a lot of people... Some people stress eat, and some people don't eat when they're stressed. Of course, right. So have you seen the new, well, it's not new, but the new season came out, Insatiable. Yes! Oh, my God. Um, so good. Uh, okay, so I'm not a huge TV show person no? because I don't yeah, I don't like to get hooked okay. on TV shows, but I, I posted this to my Instagram story. You did, and I commented. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and this show, it's so silly. Like, right. it's, it is silly. It's lighthearted, but... They, it's so good. oh my gosh! So the the main girl, she is a beauty pageant girl, right. and she used to be significantly overweight, and she got you know hot, quote unquote hot, because she her she <laughs> yeah she she's hot, <laughs> yeah she looks great, right? But the way she lost the weight is just because she had to get her jaw wired shut. I mean, it, it sounds stupid, right? Story. It's silly. So that's when I say that I'm like, okay, just take what we're saying with a grain of salt here. The plot's a little silly, but then in this second season, they right. have really portrayed binge eating disorder in the they most did. real raw because you're seeing this hot skinny girl mm -hmm. eating a whole tray of donuts that she right. stole from the cancer it's, patient it's, wards oh <gasps> but that's how I it know. feels for people and right. i was like this is amazing because we don't see overeating and binging right. as as serious of an, uh, an issue as we would see maybe anorexia right. just because right. it's so hush hush right yeah and um it's a good show they really went in more detail in the second season yeah so it's a good show to watch. It's interesting, too, because they are right on the money when they're talking about, okay, she is eating to mask some oh, underlying yeah. issues. They really touched on all of it. Yeah. she killed people. 
Okay, yeah. We're told to tell you. Yes, okay. Uh, spoiler. <laughs> uh, um, if, yeah, so a, a lot of the reason why we overeat or return to food is because food feels really, really good in the right. moment. It, it feels, oh, it's, yeah, it's like your body's way of taking right. care of you. I tell people that all the time. Your body turns to food when you're, you're sad or stressed because right. it feels good, but when that becomes something we're doing every single day in copious amounts, it throws right. us off. Right. So I have two things I want to talk to you about. Yes. The first thing, what do you think about weight loss programs? Not like mm. weight loss journeys, but like many weight loss or those places, not to give names even though I just gave one, <laughs> but those places that they say you can lose 20 pounds in a month or however they want to say it. Okay. What do you think about it? I think they're brilliant business models because of they're course. giving people exactly what they want. They're like, hey, we're promising you quick results right now. So you look at that and you're like, this is awesome. I could right. lose 15 pounds in a week. Oh right. my gosh, how awesome. You look at what you're eating and it's virtually nothing. You're eating some kind of shake or some supplement that they're right. upselling you on. So it's brilliant from that perspective, right? But here's the problem. We are creatures, humans, when I say right. we, humans want results now. We of are course. instant gratification. And right. just think about the younger generation now. It's only getting worse. We want our Domino's pizza within 30 minutes. We can't even wait a whole microwave minute sometimes for our soup. <laughs> you know, we are like, okay, we want things now, 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 now. Right. Well, the problem when it comes to weight loss is when we dramatically go, you know, dramatically cut calories, we start under eating a lot. Right. We do lose weight initially, but right. the body is smart. The body it does not care if you're thin. The body does not care if you look good in a bikini. The right. body cares that you are fueled and that you can stay alive. So it senses, oh, oh my gosh, Travis is doing this new weight loss thing and he has no energy stores left and he's losing weight quite rapidly. Food must be scarce. I need to hold on to it right. and I need to send him intense hunger signals so he eats so this happens a lot we've seen in research as people start to lose even just as little as five to ten percent of their body weight especially in a short period of time they actually report more hunger they feel hungrier than they did before and therefore their metabolism is already being slowed down because it's adjusting to the lack of intake but at the same time you're feeling hungrier so slowed metabolism feeling hungrier it's just a recipe for disaster so as soon as you stop doing these quick programs it's just become, you become a human garbage disposable. You right. want to eat everything. You become like the girl on Insatiable. You see a plate of donuts, you can't just have one. Right. You have two or three or four, right. and boom, you either gain the weight back, oh feel, if you might gain a little bit more. And I think it's a catalyst for disordered eating because then oh you gosh. feel bad about yourself. Oh, right. I couldn't eat a 1200 calorie diet. I must be a failure. Right. And you keep trying to diet and restrict, and the same thing happens. And every single time you do it, your body gets more your body your metabolism slows down even more every single time and so once you do want to finally lose weight the right way the slow sustainable way it's not going to be as easy because your metabolism's already slowed down so we have to take a totally different approach once people finally come and see a professional but that you know that's the long answer i do not think that these things are going to get you the long-term results that you should be going for and there's plenty of them around oh yeah because they make money they really do yeah i mean how i mean imagine this if somebody is so desperate to lose weight for whatever mm-hmm. reason maybe they got a diagnosis from a doctor right. maybe they have a wedding in a month and you know their ex-boyfriend's gonna be there right. you know, crazy reasons people are desperate and those companies they know this right and right. they are marketing geniuses mm-hmm.
Okay, my second thing, and then you can question me a little bit. Ooh. The um, what do you what do you think about dietary pills? So, for example, uh, something to reduce your appetite. Like methamphetamines? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, there's one that I know about. Oh Lord, I have the name of it. It starts with a P, but it's like one of those things that all those dietary places give you. And it's fentamine or something like that. If it ends in amine, yeah. Okay. Fentam- uh, yeah. So same concept. The thing about, and this might be a little bit of an extreme analogy, but I view right. those things as really micro do- doses of methamphetamines. If you've okay. ever taken one before, a lot of people will notice side effects like sweating, their speech increases, they aren't hungry, they're constantly like, like jittery. Right. It's not a very comfortable feeling because... That suppresses your appetite. Yeah. And I am not a fan of anything like that. It's thus you have a serious diagnosis where you need some sort of amphetamine to help you. Right. Because they are just going... The come down is so mentally hard for people. I mean, if they get hooked on these diet pills and then they come off the diet pill, not right. only are they going to gain any weight back and their appetite's going to come back tenfold, but they also experience mental depression feelings. They feel... It's just like a come down because right. they were hooked on these things, especially if they were taking them for extended period of time. So my answer in summary is any kind of quick fix like a diet pill or, you know, program where they're drinking shakes twice a day, just don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. And then don't, if that's not enough to convince you, if time and money aren't a concern, don't do that damage to your body because it is difficult to reverse. Not impossible, but it takes, a lot of times it will take regaining weight and eating more so you can put your body in a position to lose weight sustainably. So it really just ends up wasting your time and it's not really worth it just to drop 10 or 15 pounds and regain it. Right. Does that answer your question? Oh, it really does. (laughs) I could go on. I'll just step off my soapbox here. (laughs) You got to ask, talk to me now. Talk Mm. to me. You got something you want to talk about. I always want to talk to you. Okay, so you were telling me that you've lost 30 pounds. Okay, right. so I want to know if you could give advice to somebody else who is wanting to start on a healthy lifestyle journey. If they know that they want to change, right. what was it for you that was like, this is the factor. Like, this is why I need to, I make, I need to make a change now. Like, right. what pushed you to make change and what advice would you have for somebody who's not quite there yet? Right, so for me, it was my health. I had to realize that I was kind of affecting my own health. Even You know what I mean? Like, I was going to the doctors and seeking help and all these things. My phone just dinged. He's so popular. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, seeking all these things. And I was asking doctors for help all every day I went, pretty much. But the whole point is it was me. I had to work on me to heal. So, um, really, the advice I would give you is if you're really wanting to make a change, you have to put do it for you. You can't do it for anybody else. You can't do it because you want to lose 30 pounds to look better for somebody else or for that relationship or for that. Whatever it is, you can't do it for that. You have to do it for you. You have to do it because you need it. Like, you absolutely want it and you need it. If you don't do it for you, you're going to be dropping in a week because you're Mm. like, to heck with them. You know what I mean? So first thing, do for you. And then the second thing is find balance. Like, I'm super busy. I rarely cook. But I've really found things, little things to help change. Like, for example, I'll cook chicken to last a couple of days. And I'll have that for lunch. I plan a schedule out, kind of, where I know that this is what I'm having and it's already done. Um, you make it easy on yourself I by do. planning ahead. I do. And I never used to like leftovers, which was a big thing for me. I didn't want to eat something that I ate yesterday. But if I cook it, say, for example, I cook chicken today and it's for, I ate it for lunch today, I would make it differently for tomorrow. 
but I'd make it all together. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense because I do the same thing. It's, you right. know, if I buy, if I get a bunch of shredded chicken right. in my crock pot, one day I'll eat it with salsa. The next day I'll mix right. it with marinara sauce right. and, you know, whole wheat noodles so or something. So it's like a different meal each time, but you're still, and on top of that, you're also saving money. Oh, yeah. Because you're using the pack of meat instead of having to buy different things each day. You're also saving time for people like us who run and we never have time to cook. We make that one meal for the whole week and we're good. You know yeah. what I mean? So I hear I heard two things. You said, A, do it for yourself. Like right. you need to really look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, what, what's it going to basically cost you not right. to make a change? What's right. it going to cost you? And maybe that will affect other people, but it sounds like you did it all for you and nobody else. And right. then you started to take steps by planning ahead mm-hmm. and setting up your kitchen and setting up your environment to work in your favor. Right. So you like, okay, I'm just going to plan ahead and I'm not, you know, I used to hate leftovers, but I'm going to change my beliefs about leftovers right. and I'm going to find a solution. Right. I think that's so key. And that's what I respect about you so much is you're very solution. You're, you're very solution based. You know, right. you're always looking for the answer to something mm-hmm. on your own. So, you know, I tell people that all the time. If you got a problem, there's always a solution. Right. Sometimes it takes sacrifice, but mm-hmm. would you say the sacrifice of planning ahead is worth it? I, I believe so. And sometimes the sacrifice is also something that you have to sacrifice. Like it can't be for anybody. It can't be anyone else. So like for a while I was like expecting my parents to cook or expect, you know, expecting things. But really, it was all me. You have to do it by yourself sometimes. Yeah, take ownership. Right, and do it on your own. Like, you're not always going to have somebody there to cheer you on. You're not always going to have somebody there to do it for you. And sometimes you have to realize that, that, you know what, this is your body. This is your health. This is your happiness. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed as you've started to get, once you start to get healthier and start prioritizing your, your nutrition and your own health, have other things in your life started to improve as well? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Some days, you know, everybody has their ups and downs, but, um, you know, things have gotten easier health-wise, of course, but also with the planning, it also takes the ease off on eating and, like, stressing out about what I have to eat or problems with my health that I didn't, I don't have anymore, you know what I mean? Like, it did help yeah. drastically. Mental health-wise, it helped, you know, it changed my state of mind, I think, a little bit. It gave me a little bit of a... Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, a little happiness. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. You're doing like a a spark thing with your hands. Yeah, like a, you know, burst of energy in a way. Mm. It changed the way I felt. So, I I feel better getting up earlier and I'm not as tired and I went through it. You have more energy. A lot more. Yeah, I do. Not every day, but I do typically. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth. I mean, a lot of times we expect once we start making healthy changes that we're going to be Iron Man running around all the time. But everybody has their days. Right. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. You don't know the song? Are you wait? Sing that oh again. My gosh. Everybody has mistakes. And no, everybody makes mistakes. Dang it. I'm everybody so... has those days. Everybody knows what, what I'm talking about. Everybody makes mistakes. Hannah Montana. I... <laughs> you guys should see the way Travis is looking at me right now. He's like, well, uh, you he, should know this. You got your arms crossed. You're like, Hannah Montana. You didn't know. You should know this more Why? than I should. You're a girl. So, guys can like Hannah Montana. No, I didn't watch it, but I knew the song because it was there. You intro. don't have to lie oh, to me. Gosh. It is a good that, song. What, what movie is that from? You That's, don't have to lie, Craig. I don't know that movie. That's from Friday. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody has ever watched Friday, they're like, what is 
Kate doing so watching crazy. that movie. Right. Side note, me and my best friend in high school and college, we used to think that movie was hilarious for some reason. It is a good movie. It's hilarious. Yeah. It's so funny. It's got what Ice Cube in it, uh-huh. and it's just these guys in like the so hood. So stupid though, but so it's so stupid. funny. You don't have to lie, Craig. That so- oh, that's now where I Bi- remember That's that. where Bi- Felicia came from. Exactly. Bye, Felicia. Uh huh. I remember that because she tries to get his VHS or uh-huh. whatever. She's and like, that's such an old show. Oh my VHS. gosh! Oh my gosh! Right? Can you even imagine? Oh <laughs> All right, so we're we're getting a little off track yes. here, but that, that movie—if you haven't seen Friday—I highly recommend if you want a good old-fashioned right. laugh. But okay, so let's say somebody is wanting to make the next step. They're wanting to meal plan. Right. What would be your number one tip for somebody to make meal planning a priority? Because I talk to so many people all the time and they're like, I know I should do it. I know I need to do it, but so what would be your answer to their, but right. So one thing I've realized is no matter how busy you are, you have an hour. Mm. Say it again. I don't care if you are the president of the United States. You have an hour. Oh, At yeah. At least. Everybody has the same number of hours right. in a day. I mean, it only takes an hour to cook chicken. Probably less sometimes. It only takes an hour to cook steak, shrimp, half an hour. You know what I mean? Like, all these things are so quick. Oh, my gosh. And an hour would be the right. upper end. I mean, right. I mean, unless you're like Gordon Ramsay chopping up a right. five-star right. meal in your kitchen, buy yourself a crock pot, right. throw mm-hmm. some ish in a crock pot. Do you do a lot, a lot of crock pot meals? I honestly think Crock-Pot needs to sponsor me. Oh Crock-Pot, you hear me? I'm team Crock-Pot. I love that thing. Because I just dump, like my favorite recipe is, you know, since we're talking about chicken, I dump a bunch of chicken in there. Right. And then I dump a jar of salsa on there. That sounds so good right now. So, my gosh. And you can use that in anything. You can make right. your at-home, I call them Kate Potley bowls, but, okay. you know, Chipotle bowls, burrito right. bowls. You can put them in enchiladas. You can just mix them with quinoa and add that your favorite veggies. So Easy. Easy, yeah, easy, easy. And so easy. the thing about chicken too, though, is so many people are like, well, it's bad the next day left over, which I don't disagree. But if you cook it in a crock pot. Mm-hmm. It's probably different. Oh, and the salsa marinates it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That mm. does sound really good. Uh, so yeah, I, I say you have an hour. You have an hour every day or once a week, sometime in your week to do it. Another thing is I, what I do when I go grocery shopping is I kind of write down, make a list and it's really beneficial. Oh, yeah, don't underestimate that. It's like my protein. Okay, I know I'm buying chicken this week or pork this whatever I'm buying this week. And then I know, okay, this is what I'm buying, rice, whatever, whatever, vegetables, whatever, whatever, and I plan the meals. Follow-up question, and this is just the weird person in me. When you make a grocery list, Mm -hmm. do you write it all out, and then do you rewrite it in order of the grocery store? Of course. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. It is the guys, that's a life hack. If you ever so easy. Oh my gosh, if you know your route in that grocery store, you rewrite your list. Done in no time. Boom. Yeah. Oh, she just shipped the whole area. That's how passionate I no, am about yeah. an organized grocery store. It's list. so easy. It's really easy, especially like for example, we buy our meat from Sam's. Mm-hmm. So Sam's, you know what you're going to get there because you have it on the list. That takes away time from oh no, we don't need this at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. So we don't need that at Publix. Like, come on now. Make it easier for yourself. You make the crap harder than it actually to be. Make it easier for yourself. That should be on a plaque on the wall. Okay, so I was telling this to a client literally right before I came over here because we were talking about, okay, he has so much trouble in the morning eating breakfast and he will go all day without eating. I used to be like that too. Yeah, so many people are, right? So we're like, okay, 
Instead of having this expectation that you need to cook yourself eggs and turkey bacon in the morning, let's make it easier on yourself because, fun fact here, humans are inherently lazy. If you want to make it simplified, you can think about us from caveman times when we did not have a surplus of food. So our body said, okay, we need to expend as little energy as possible and survive, which means not moving much, being lazy. Okay, you know, our D, that's still in our DNA. Biologically speaking, we are still like that as humans. That's why sitting on the couch feels so good. And even mm-hmm. the idea of getting home. up, yeah, yeah, or getting up and going and cooking something oh, seems so yeah. dramatic. And you're like, I'll just open up Uber Eats here and boop, boop, oh, boop, and the work's done for you. Right. Because humans are lazy. Right. The problem is, our body does not realize that there is plenty of energy sources, a.k.a. food, everywhere. I mean, you can't throw a rock and not hit a convenience store or a Starbucks anymore. Right. There's food everywhere, so you don't need to conserve energy. That's why we have the obesity epidemic, because we have too much food. Right. So, I mean, well, that's a. Uh, will just backtrack and say that's just part of the reason. That's right. not the whole reason. But... We are lazy by nature. So when you can do things for yourself to make healthy eating easy, when you can make it the lazy choice, then you are set up for success. So for this guy, for instance, we just made a huge list of, he likes to graze anyway, so he doesn't want a big production for breakfast. We made a quick quick list of 10 different grab-and-go options for him, and he's going to go to the store tomorrow and pick out three to four and just keep those stocked and grab them throughout the week to keep for not only his breakfast but for snacks too. And so we're like, all right, this is easy. None of these things take preparation. All you got to do is open a lid or open up a bag or something or grab a piece of fruit and wash it. Literally, a monkey could do any of these things. Mm-hmm. And when he can set up his environment or when you can set up your environment to make it easy right. by planning ahead, then, I mean, it's a no-brainer. You're going to choose the healthy option instead of the Uber Eats or drive through right. Have you seen Publix? They now have these meals. Yeah. But they help. It's like all packaged. And you put cook it. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like the big meal deli- delivery services way, but at the right. grocery store. So, right. yeah, for people who don't know what Publix is, that's our Florida grocery right. store. Right, right. And if you have ever heard of, you know, HelloFresh or Freshly, we wrote a few blog posts about that on our website. People want to look into that. But they send you the ingredients Mm -hmm. and you cook it. And then people can do that at Publix now, which is amazing. It's all fresh. It's all Mm. clean and everything. Yeah. And portion size. So they're trying to help you too. So come on now. What are you, why are you not doing it? Lazy. Well, seriously, ask yourself that. Oh, yeah. People, everyone has a different why. Of course. But, I mean, when you if you ask yourself and you're like, well, because I'm lazy, well, then ask yourself why again. Why are you being lazy? Right. And what can I do to change it? Because mm, yeah. it's probably something so simple. Yeah. You know what other question I love to ask people what? is, what's it going to cost you to keep living how you're living? If you keep being lazy, if you keep making excuses, what's it going to cost you a month from now, a year from now? Your life. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people, they don't really care. But then when you turn around, like, what's it going to cost your kids? What's it going to cost your spouse? Right. Oh, then that's when the water work starts happening. People are like, oh, got to keep a box of tissues on the desk, Travis. Things get real in nutrition awareness office. Right. That's cool, though. Yeah. I like that. It's like a conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, there we can all come up with so many reasons why we do or don't do something. Right. And then coming up with an excuse is a lot easier than taking action. Right. But the results you yield from taking action are just so worth it. Of course. I agree. I've been on my soapbox this whole time. <laughs> can you so get on? Now. Can I you start it. preaching something I to me? I missed it. You missed it? Yeah. Oh, so man. good. Yeah. So, so good. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Exactly. TED Talk, right? 101 right there. Mm, so yeah. what? So you, what are you doing for dinner tonight? You already had dinner, right? I already had dinner. What'd you have? I had a Wendy salad. Oh, yeah, you love the Wendy salad. I love Wendy That salad. harvest one? The apple pecan. Apple pecan. You say pecan? Pecan. I say pecan. Pecan. Pecan, yeah, pecan. It's so good, though. Oh, it's mm. so good. So good. It's really well, that's another point too. I know we're going to wrap this bad boy up, but another advice I have for people who are feeling like they want to make the leap like Travis did and start making serious changes is meet yourself halfway. You don't have to be eating, you know, quote unquote, big production of meals. You don't have to go home and cook something from home every single time. Just meet yourself halfway. If you're used to going to Wendy's and getting a Baconator, why not either decrease your frequency or order something else that is going to better meet your goals? Just meet yourself halfway. You don't have to all of a sudden go from meal prepping. Yeah, you don't have to go from meal prepping or go to meal prepping six meals a day like they do on YouTube and and all the bodybuilders do that. No, just find a few things to change, small things. Mm -hmm. Be consistent. One thing for me is on Friday nights, I know it's not Friday, but Friday nights I typically eat out. Okay. I was like, you know, the whole family, everybody eats out. It's like a Friday night dinner or whatever, whatever. You either buy Chinese food or buy something that everybody can kind of share. Well, what I changed was the salad. So, like, if I know that I'm going to eat out, it's going to be a salad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I love it, and it's kind of good. It's not... Actually, we looked at it, it wasn't that bad. Right. Well, exactly. It's not bad. And the thing that you just said that was so important that I don't want people to overlook is you said... And I love it, right? right? If you order a salad that you don't like, right. well, then you need to find a new place to go. You need exactly. to find a new option because it doesn't have to be just salad. Mm-hmm. You're lucky enough that you love it. But right. if someone loves a grilled chicken sandwich mm-hmm. instead of the chicken nuggets that or are... fried chicken. Yeah. Right. You got it. Totally. Right. Totally. Meet yourself halfway and, and make it enjoyable. Right. You're just like a role model for people. You're doing what... I, and you keep it so simple. I mean, you did right. not do anything crazy. Right. It's simple. The whole thing is simplicity, I think, at the end of it. It needs to be simple or you're not going to stick to it. Mm. 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 Okay, there we go. Say it louder for the people in the back. It is simple and be done. Be simple. Be simple. Be simple. simple. That's like something your mom would have in cursive over the kitchen dining table. Live, laugh, love. And keep it simple. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And keep it simple, bitches. Right, exactly. (laughs) So good. Yes. So So good. Okay, so... Let's wrap this bad boy up. Yes. So, do you want to do your closing or you want me to do mine? Well, you do yours first because I'm not as oh, good as you as podcasting. And I don't have like a really oh, good closing. Goodness. I used to and then I was like, eh. Oh my gosh. Okay, well we want to thank you guys for tuning in for this episode that Kate and I shared together. It has been so much fun, Kate. Beyond fun. So much fun. We could go on for hours, but we're going to stop it here. We might have to do a series one of these days. Oh my gosh, wait. Yes, if you guys want to hear more, please let us know yes. because this was just literally a grab bag conversation. So but if you heard something in this episode that you're like, wait, go back, talk more about that, please let us know because yeah, we'll do it. we will deliver. We sure will. So how can they reach you? You can reach me on Instagram. So at, dot, or at nutrition.awareness is the best Instagram account to reach us at and DMs are awesome. And you can also find us online if you want to get your hands on that Crush Sugar Cravings course. That is orlandodietitian.com backslash, backslash, back, backslash, backslash shop. Okay. 
And then you can find me on Instagram at Keeping It Positive Podcast. Facebook, same thing, Keeping It Positive Podcast. And also www. Well, I don't know why I say www because you can just say the website. It's keepingitpositivepodcast.com. And we have a lot of new content there. We have a vlog up. Yeah. We have all kinds of stuff. You Motivation on Mondays. Mm. That's our new thing. Um, so we have a lot going on. So th- once again, it was amazing. So amazing. So amazing. And guys, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. That's how we both get our listeners, our topics, and all that good stuff. So thank you for tuning in. This has been episode one of our new podcast together. <laughs> I love her. Um, and until next time, don't forget to keep it positive. This has been another episode of Keeping It Positive, and we want to thank you for joining us on this journey and going along with us every week as we bring you new topics, new content each week. Tune in next Saturday for another great episode.